So, guess what? It's time again for the May Wild West Show, the podcast where we tell the hedonistic adventures of myself, my husband, Mr. West, and my friends in the modern American Wild West. Yeah, the Rocky Mountain region, where it's usually so damn cold that we've got nothing better to do than fuck from October till March. This is the show where we tell the stories of our sometimes reckless, usually sexy, probably awkward, and always thrilling lives. My name is, of course, Mae Wild West, and I'm a trophy wife, embarrassing mom, the loudest person pretty much anywhere, and a member of a super-secret squirrel-shit naughty club. Shh. My husband and I swing, sometimes hot wife, but mostly just enjoy spending time with our friends and having kinky sex. My entire life, I've had a tendency to get myself into some amazing adventures and sticky situations. Partially because my curiosity gets me into trouble, and partially because my motto is, I'll try anything for science. Once. Probably twice. But if you're going to follow the scientific method, at least three times. The stories we share will be sexy, spicy, and completely inappropriate for kids. Think sex, drugs, rock and roll, and a load of laundry. As always, this podcast is intended for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered medical or even sometimes good advice. Now, let's full send into today's episode. So, guess what I did? I have asked probably five couples already to see if anybody would like to come on the May Wild West show and interview with me about their experiences in the swinger lifestyle. So if you know a couple or you are a couple who'd like to be interviewed, why don't you hit me up on any of my social media, Reddit, Instagram, Facebook, or FetLife. Hey everybody, I don't know about you guys, but when I smoke flour, it just hits a little different. And I end up in this whole introspective self-evaluating kind of headspace between that and going and seeing a counselor who I am learning how to do a better job of taking care of me so that I can be a better wife and mom. And it led me to today's episode. Today's episode starts off with the concept that my husband has been giving me shit since forever about being me-sexual. Yeah, me-sexual. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, is I am about anything that gets me off, which sounds really selfish and really self-absorbed and like a little bit of a pillow princess, which I can be all those things. But I determined that being me-sexual is probably what makes me an absolute porn star in the sack. And yeah, that sounds like I'm tooting my own horn, but I've got references, so I'm pretty fucking good. Just saying. I found that being me sexual makes me better in bed and a better sexual partner for others because, well, because a lot of reasons. And I figured we could talk about it today. So today's episode, all about being me sexual. Okay, so I guess to explain me sexual and to explain me, there's a couple of things you have to know. The first thing is I'm one of those women who can get off 7,000 times. I don't count orgasms. 
yes, I am very, very lucky. And no, you don't have to be a rock star in the sack to get me off. So as weird as this sounds, I can have sex and not be 100% in the moment or not be 100% having my socks rocked and still have an orgasm. I also am one of those girls that can squirt. Take it for what you want. Good, bad. I'm not getting into a discussion today about whether or not it's urine or some other fluid. It's just a thing. I warn people up front, but it's another party trick. Like, it just doesn't take that much to have happen. So I am going to start with a little story. The first time my husband and I got ourselves into a situation that I guess you could call it an orgy, we sort of just fell into it. So we were at the Montchalet in Denver, Aurora technically, and there was this group of couples who were in and out of the hot tubs and were laughing and having this great time. And my husband and I were very new and didn't really know how to interact with any of the other couples. And we were all in the same hot tub and they were all laughing and joking. And somebody said something about the one guy had a pair of thong banana hammock speedos that he would wear swimming sometimes. And I popped off and said, I want to see that for science, if nothing else. And my smart mouth led us to meet these couples, and they were a lot of fun, and they all asked us to come back to their room with them. And we walk into the room, and everybody starts, like, making out, and pretty soon they're having sex. And the hubby and I are like, okay, I guess we're doing this. Which was awkward, not gonna lie. But that's a story for another day. How this connects to being me sexual is they all found out how easy it was for me to have an orgasm. And then they all found out how easy it was for me to squirt. And it became a joke about it being my party trick, partially because anybody could make me do it. And partially because I don't know if you know about new relationship energy or you know anything about toddlers with new toys, but everybody wants to play with a new toy. And in those moments, that's when I realized how much fun everybody else has making me get off. So I guess this is kind of where the whole joke about me being me sexual started. Everybody else was about me too. And everything else being about me too would have made me the absolute worst person to have sex with in the entire world if I hadn't figured out the second half. For the purpose of discussing me-sexual, there's two different terminologies. One is orgasm and one is get off. And you don't actually have to have an orgasm to get off on something. Like, I get off on guys with muscular arms, especially forearms, fucking hot. That's my thing. That is part of what attracted me to Mr. West in the first place, so there's that, but muscular arms probably aren't going to give me an actual physical orgasm. But knowing that I'm looking for those two different experiences allows me to be that person who is willing to try anything for science, at least three times if you want to follow the scientific method. And just because I'm willing to quote-unquote try anything doesn't mean I don't know where my limits are or what are things that I'm not into. And being 
me sexual allows me to have the confidence to say, no, I'm not into that. I, I already tried. I don't want to do that. For example, I am not into kissing on the mouth. For me, kissing on the mouth is something that I only do with my husband. First of all, it's a romance thing, it's a love thing, and it's a you're way too far into my bubble thing, which is weird for somebody who's down to have sex with multiple partners, that I have a really large personal bubble, mostly around my face. I don't really mind kissing girls because they're soft and they don't try to swallow your face generally, which is a risk I've found with a lot of men trying to eat your face while they're trying to kiss you. But that's just not my thing. And because I'm me-sexual, I can say to somebody, that's not going to get me off in any way, shape, or form, so that's my hard limit. Not only do I know what my limits are, I know what I'm looking for. I know what things are going to make me orgasm or are going to make me get off. And I have a tendency to go after those things or chase things that will or try things that have a really good chance of getting me off. I have super bad ADHD, which makes me kind of a scatter, but I've also learned about chasing the dopamine. And I figure sex is the ultimate chase the dopamine situation. So for me, chasing orgasms is more like riding a roller coaster where you climb, 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 but you know there's going to be a drop off versus just climbing a hill and hoping that there's something at the top. So now you're saying, great, May, you can get off. Congratulations. Good for you. How does that make you somebody somebody else wants to have sex with? I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you're with another person and you're trying all your tricks, you're pulling out all the stops, and you just cannot get that other person to get there. Trust me, I go through this with my husband. Literally, I think I have finished three blowjobs in the 12 years that we have been together. First of all, I don't have the attention span. Second of all, the man is impossible to get off from a blowjob. But I have done it three times at least. And that's why I used to hate giving blowjobs because I thought the point of it was to get somebody else off. And it is, but not necessarily make them orgasm. If I'm going to be completely honest, I was fairly awful at giving blowjobs when my husband and I first got together. But that had more to do with me being selfish than it did with me being me sexual. It was like something I had to do before we could get to the good part. And I didn't really get anything out of it, so I really didn't put that much effort into it. Well, come to find out, get a girl some Adderall so she can stay focused on something, and then give her a whole bunch of Adderall girls while she's doing it, and I can actually suck your soul out right through your dick. It's a real thing. I promise. The other thing I learned how to do is use my natural competitiveness sex can become a competition and not one of those competitions to see who can get the most whore points, 732 in case you're curious, but more like I want to be the best so that I can make sure that somebody else loses control and they groan or do whatever it is that shows how good what I'm doing is making them feel. And that's how I made blowjobs about me. 
The last way that being me-sexual has made me enjoy sex and become better in bed is that I no longer care about what other people think of what I look like. I enjoy going nude swimming because instead of thinking, oh god, they're all staring at me because I look like a hippopotamus, I'm thinking, people find me sexy. But everybody else seems to think it's pretty sexy. So I can focus on me and my pleasure in that moment. And I mean that in the sense of my O face. Because I look like I am having some sort of seizure or an exorcism. And I was always embarrassed by it. And here's the real secret. Other people find me losing control just as sexy as I do watching people lose control because of the things I'm doing. So it's a win-win. Everybody gets orgasms. I don't want any of you to think that this is an absolute or an all the time and, oh my god, look at May, she's got her life fucking together, because I don't. I still get self-conscious and I still get upset and I still beat myself up for things that I probably shouldn't have to beat myself up for. But it's something that I strive to achieve. As awkward as that first orgy started out, and as embarrassed as I was back then when everybody was all about making me have orgasms and making me the center of attention, we ended up playing with some of those people a couple more times and always had a really great time. So here's the hard pitch. Try being me-sexual. Try being about anything that gets you off. And if you have to, get out your mask and be Batman. One more point of housekeeping before I go. I'm pretty sure everybody wants to find out what happened when Mr. West found out that I was wearing a butt plug through the recording of our last episode. Well, I can promise you this. The anal sex hasn't been that good in a minute, and I'm definitely going to have to come up with a few more tricks to surprise him. So that is my show for today, and I hope that I get to hear some stories from you guys about your me-sexual experiences. Speaking of social media, make sure you subscribe and check out my social media for more stories, fun, and ways to join in on the fun. The May Wild West show is available on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. You can also send emails to me at maywildwest at gmail.com. And I also have an Instagram and a Reddit page, which are at maywildwest. And my website link is in the podcast description. If you had a good time with me today, and I'm always a good time, please make sure you do subscribe so you don't miss out on a single riveting story from the craziest gal in all of the Wild West. Also, don't forget to share my podcast with your other inappropriate friends. And I will see you later. <laughs>